0: ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. David Crowe is the Chief Political Correspondent with the Sydney Morning Herald and The Age. Good morning, David. Good morning, Patricia. The Closing the Gap her statement was released. Some new initiatives, but you just heard Linda Burney. There are uh, still really no clear direction on what will happen to Trudy, treaty and truth.
1: It is interesting. The interview uh, just now, highlighted the fact that with the states working on treaty, the federal government is not rushing on that front. Clearly, at the federal level, they're still recovering from the outcome of the voice referendum. And so there's you know a wait-and-see approach on treaty and on Makarata and truth-telling. It's interesting, that idea about school curriculum, and clearly it's still a discussion for cabinet because they're not sure of the next steps yet. Meanwhile, the Closing the Gap report yesterday showed just how hard it is to get practical outcomes, and the only major initiative was this $700 million for jobs programs. But at the same time, I thought it was quite alarming, you know, bad progress on things like more adults in prison and the number of suicides had increased. And as Linda Burney pointed out, life expectancy not getting better. So at a practical level, that's where the government wants to focus, but that's where some of the hardest challenges are.
0: The opposition has been going hard on the Minister for Immigration, Andrew Giles, after more details were revealed about the release of immigration detainees by the High Court last year. What's the strategy here?
1: There's very much a dead bat strategy in question time. Every question from the Coalition to Andrew Giles, the Minister for Immigration, is met with no detail. So we know from this week's uh, Senate estimates that there um, were 149 released. That includes seven murderers. But... When the coalition asks, do you know where those seven murderers are, they get answers such as all of them are being continuously monitored. There's not clearly a yes or no answer. There are no numbers in the answers from the government. And it highlights the difficulty in question time of actually pinning ministers down on detail. The government doesn't want to release any detail. Um, The numbers themselves tell some of the story, but we're not getting any more than that. And I think it highlights the... The limitations of question time and I think it raises questions about whether the government's got it under control as much as they claim.
0: And there is a story in The Guardian too this morning about uh, Peter Dutton um, and his intervention when he was a minister um, in, in relation to a, a case. Clearly clearly there is some pressure also on um, Peter Dutton when he was the minister.
1: Yeah, and uh, I can't see from that story what crime the detainee um, had committed before coming to Australia. So this was a case where um, uh, uh, an immigrant had come here, Peter Dutton had intervened to extend their visa, but they had been guilty of a crime in another country. We don't know the name. We don't know the crime, I think. So there's a lot of details we don't know about that case, but it highlights this question of what do you do with people who've committed crimes overseas or people who are guilty of crimes? Do you do you then get force them out of the country? Mm. I think the bigger question is about Peter Dutton or about um, the management of the home affairs portfolio over many years, and I think that's, that's an ongoing issue. That's something where he got... A serve from Claire O'Neill, Home Affairs Minister, in Question Time yesterday. He didn't like it. He remonstrated, I think, with Anthony Albanese over uh, over the over the table in Question Time. It's very uncomfortable for Peter Dutton being challenged on his record as Home Affairs Minister.
0: Several tax office staff have been fired and criminal investigations have been launched over a $2 billion GST scam on social media. What's happened here?
1: What's happened is that the taxpayers have lost $2 billion. That's basically what's happened here with GST receipts and with a scam operating and being spread by TikTok where you set up a dodgy company or a fake company, put in claims for um, uh, uh, GST um, reimbursement, and it's all fake. Money was paid out. Some money was stopped being paid out. About $2.7 billion was not paid out. However, money's been lost. And the tax office has admitted that 150 of their own staff have been caught up in that. 150 ATO officials suspected of being using this behaviour have been investigated. Uh, so that's a, a huge, and that mm. was uncovered by the audit office. Now, that's a huge black mark against the ATO, raises questions about their own internal integrity, and it highlights, I think, just how widespread some of these tax scams are, not just by. Um, white-collar crims, but some um, fairly low-level crims as well. David, thank you. Thanks, Patricia.
0: David Crowe, Chief Political Correspondent with the Sydney Morning Herald and The Age.
1: It's easier than ever to hear your favourite local and national ABC radio stations, live and on demand on the ABC Listen app.